Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. How are you this fine uh, 29th of June, 2023? Can you believe we're nearly in July? We're nearly staring down the second half of 2023. This year has flown by. I remember when I was uh, in Helsinki, Finland in January, which um, for those of you in the uh, not in the know, that's in the northern part of Europe, and it's cold, very cold uh, in January. And uh, there I was in my shorts and a slightly, slightly padded uh, Patagonia jacket because, you know, that's how I roll. It was awesome. It was good. I had a lot of fun. I was there with the the good, the great, the amazing Dr. David Sire, co-founder of Spring Boot and Spring Cloud and whatever. Anyway, great time. All that to say, (laughs) that feels like a million years ago. It was only just January, but I can't believe we've already come so far in 2023. Here we are staring down the second half of the year. So many amazing things about to happen. Obviously, um, I'm in Asia at the moment. We talked about this last week. I'm in Korea. I'm in Seoul. Korea at the moment. And, um, you know, it's been amazing. We did a spring one tour event here. We had a lot of people come out, uh, you know, did the, did a lot of selfies, talked to a lot of people, you know, uh, really amazing questions and, uh, insight. Um, my Korean is not great. Okay. This is, this is a, a fact. And so I'm so grateful that, um, all these people have, you know, uh, at least a little English, and uh, you know, I, I, it's so, it's a totally different language. You know, Korean and English, totally different languages. So when people come up to me, and and they can speak the language that I speak, I, I feel ashamed that I cannot speak the same language as they speak. I, I, I cannot return the kindness, the generosity, um, and uh, and it, it just struck me. I mean, it was not people's first language, obviously, or at least it wasn't most people's first language. Uh, but they had, we had a great conversation. Lots of us had great conversations. Uh, and that was despite the obvious sort of difficulty in, in forming their thoughts in English, just to meet me where I am when I couldn't meet them where they were. And I, I, I'll never forget. I'll just, I'm so grateful for that. And we had a great conversations and, um, uh, you know, talked to, I've talked to a lot of organizations. I've been talking to two or three customers a day, every day since I got here. Uh, and then meeting amazing people, uh, old friends, and uh, and so on in the evenings. I actually one of my a fellow Java champion, a friend of mine, uh, Trustin Lee. Uh, you know, you might know him as the creator of Netty, and now is the lead of the Armeria project. He and I uh, met, and we did a webinar on Monday. It's now a Thursday, of course, but we did a webinar on Monday, uh, and. Just had a grand old time. We went out to dinner. Just uh, I brought. I'm here in Asia with my uh, with my amazing family, my partner and my daughter, and so we we, you know, trust in and the two of us, uh, well, the three of us rather, uh, and some uh, you know colleagues. We all went out to and had an amazing dinner, and that was the start of the week. It's just been great. It's just been really really amazing, uh, and uh, the party continues. Next week I'll be in Singapore. So if you're about in Singapore, I'm doing it spring one tour event there please check joshlong.com uh for the details you can register now hope to see you there it's going to be amazing um 
obviously Singapore is, I've been there, you know, five billion times. So I love Singapore. I love going there. I love the, uh, the people and the community, the tech uh, community is amazing. The, 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 everything about it is great. Uh, and I hope to see you there. Now, this week, my friends, this week uh, and next week and all the stuff I'm doing in the next few weeks, in the next month and a half, is just a, just a forerunner, right? Just really, just a prelude to uh, the main event, which is Spring One Explore in Vegas in August, late August. So uh, Spring One Explore is our big event, obviously. I want to see you there. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have... The uh, spring team, it's going to be coincident with uh, VMware's own conference called VMware Explore. Uh, and it'll just be an amazing opportunity to reconnect in person for the first time since uh, before the pandemic with the spring team. I hope you'll be there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Vegas, Vegas is, uh, you know, it's not my all-time double-dutch favorite city in the world, but it is an amazing place, especially for conferences. They run conferences very well is built for that kind of thing you can spend days in this labyrinthian sort of chain of hotels and have a lot of fun and meet amazing people uh without ever uh breaking a sweat you know so that'd be great so i hope to see you there spring one spring one explore see you there uh and then you know bringing us back to where we are right now uh it's uh you know like i said almost july where we We've got a, a podcast to put on, so let's talk about that. We've got Philip Kren, who's another friend of mine. He's um, I think he was on maybe he was on the show before. He's been on the show before, I think. He is from Elastic, uh, and he's a one of those people I always ping whenever I have questions about how to use Spring and Elastic together. Uh, just an amazing person, and he happened to be, as one does, uh, in Barcelona, Spain, for the Spring One, uh, for the Spring One. Uh, sorry, not Spring One, Spring I.O. event in Barcelona, Spain, just a month ago or a month and a half ago or something like that. Uh, and I, we just had a chance to sit down and talk uh, and uh, and uh, just had a grand old time. I'm just really, really glad I finally got to reconnect with him and uh, turn on the microphone while we did it. And here he is for t- this week's episode. My friends, enjoy. I'll see you in Seoul. I'll, I'll see you in Singapore. And I'll see you at, in Vegas uh, not too long thereafter. Still in the dungeon. We're uh, let me see. I don't know. We're there. We go. We're we're in uh, Barcelona, Spain. <sighs> this might be the last. I said this last time. This might actually be the last uh, uh, live stream of the day, friends. Because yeah, you know, it's as fun as the day in Barcelona, Spain is. The night's even more fun. You can walk around in t-shirt weather. So the fun will begin. So it's actually almost dinner time, isn't it? An hour from now. So you are. Saving, I've I've saved the best for last. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. No, thank you, friend. It's uh, good to see you. Very good to see you again after all those years. Years and years before. Last time we saw each other was BC, before COVID. Before COVID, yes. Um, uh, you just said something. You just said something kind of interesting, which was uh, the last time I was one of the last Americans you saw, because we might have seen each other in January of 2020. Yes, it was January 2020. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then. Stuff happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all locked down for a couple of years. Uh, and then here we are. Fast forward 2023. Spring. In springtime in, in Spain. Spring in Spain at Barcelona. It's a pretty good pretty good life. One of the best. Yeah. Nice, fun, 
B C. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's been a weird year. Nice pun, BC. Oh, I get it now. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm my brain. I'm sure that was obvious to most people that it was a nice pun, but my tiny little brain has been working over overdrive today. There's a hamster in a wheel that is just giving up. Um, hey, Mary, good to see you. How are you, my friend? She's around here somewhere. I think I think I saw her. Mary, no, she is here. Yeah. yeah, she's around here. Where right? are you hiding? Where's she hiding? I don't know. We're in the dungeon. We're we're kind of like. We're, you know, come join us if you want. We're around here. I don't know. We're Sala, Sala, track four. That's what it was. Track, track four, four, yeah. Okay. Anyway, long time. Good to see you. You work on what? Well, I'm a developer advocate at Elastic. Mm -hmm. um, Elastic so the, Dirge, Kibana, the usual things that you probably have heard of. The Elk stack. The classic Elk stack, even though we have added lots of stuff around it. But the, the Elk is very hard to kill, as we have found out, because it's such a catchy name. But wait. Why, why would you kill it? No, we wouldn't kill it. Or at some point, product, I think, tried to say like, oh, we are more than elk. We have beats and all kinds of other no. things. And then we kind of like tried to invent this thing we called belk or elk bee. And it was actually a, a bee body with elk horns. Um, but <laughs> it's a fun logo, logo, but the elk is kind of like lasting long. I bad for you because it's like, yeah, I understand what you're trying to do. I get it. You, and it, it, but good acronyms. You don't want to throw it away either. Exactly. And we are back on, on the elk uh, because <laughs> it was just impossible to kill. Are you an elk herder? Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. I have my, I, we probably even have some stickers of that. I'll get you a sticker afterwards. Yes, please. Um, and also because more products and more letters, like we couldn't find more animals. Like after <laughs> Belk or LP, we were done. So we were yeah. just elk again. That's okay. Nothing wrong with the originals. It's you could just say you're L plus plus, you know, like Yes, we uh, are exactly. That's that's what we are nowadays. Yes. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Um okay, so tell us about I mean, like, I don't know. It, uh, if you're live today, you know what elk is. Uh, but but Good. for the one one or two people that don't, like what is the what is elastic search? What's the story there? Right. So yeah. long long time ago in two thousand ten or so, um we started with Elasticsearch, and if you're searching on Wikipedia, Stack Overflow, GitHub, if you call an Uber, if you search on Tinder, there's always Elasticsearch in the background somewhere. Like it's good at storing lots of data and finding relevant stuff. Is it is it a text database or is it? It a is a for... full text data store. Okay. Um, nowadays, with all the hype around vector search, um, we're also in that. Okay. Um, so we are kind of like cutting edge with all the latest stuff. Nice. But it's searching relevant stuff in lots of data, and initially that was. Full text search. Then we branched out to logs. That's where lots of people know us for the elk. Um, Logstash and Kibana. Logstash and Kibana and Beats and all the other things that we have around that. Because what is Beats? Beats is like a lightweight agent or shipper. So Logstash is JRuby, which is very powerful, but it's more like an ETL tool. Right. Um, but you might not always want to run the JVM everywhere. Um, so Beats is written in Go, so it's like a a small folder. Well, for some people in other weird programming languages, they might not want to have the JVM on have, their machines. Have you tried shipping Gravium native images? We should, actually. That is potentially giving us the new life. Same great flavor, no fat. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Maybe it's the resurrection of the, the long stash. Let me know. Yeah. I'm happy to help. Um, you know, I'll point them to the Gravium.org website and everything. Yeah. Help them with the tools. It'll be like a five-minute chat, but it'll be fine. It'll, you know, it'll... A, a quick prep talk to get us started right. on that. Yeah. So yeah. So we started with the search part, and then logs are also kind of a search problem for us because you want to find the relevant stuff quickly, um, and that's where we got into logs. And then it was the full observability suite, 
Um, nowadays we do security as well because that's also like events. Yeah, something yeah. bad happened. Oh dear. So we have the the full spiel of tools combined. Right. Okay. Good. So it's just in a. It's all about finding, isolating, and uh, reacting to data. Is that yeah. Right? It's like searching large amounts of data and finding relevant stuff quickly. Right. With whatever technology you want or whatever problem you have. So you. I mean, in a way, you're actually delivering on Google's. Well, we are kind of like your, your Google, your private yeah. Google. Yeah, exactly. And my Google. Yeah. You, okay. you want to keep your data private or we have whatever custom information, we are happy to store that and then retrieve that and find that for you. Now, um, another thing. They're, they're, most of these, if not all, are all open source, if you want them to be. So right. they're... We've had this short episode where we relicensed, so we are we we stick to the term free and open. So you can use the stuff for free, but we have added a clause that you cannot edit it or offer it as a service. Okay, right. We've had little run-in with one of the those small cloud providers that kept um, selling our stuff instead oh, of us. That old yarn. <laughs> Whatever happened there. Um, yeah. So we have a license clause um, that says you cannot offer it as a service, but if you do it yourself, you can do whatever you want. Um, but you cannot earn money with our stuff. Okay, I get it. Okay, so so it's out there. It's, it's people can use it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess that's. I mean, that's not hard. But I think we're okay on that. Is everybody okay with that? Let's move on. Good. So, where 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 the our story connects is uh, I want to connect to that, right? If you have a, a database in the forest and nobody writes to it, eh, did you actually write yes. to it? And the answer is no, you didn't. So. What we want is some way to query that data and connect it to our applications. I, I think a lot of people are going to like the Spring thing as a way to build applications. It's got legs. Um, what's the story there for people who want to integrate with any of these aforementioned components? Right. I think we had a hack session in Kiev ages ago in 2018 or something like That's that. Fun. Yeah. I, I barely remember. But, but speaking of hack, what does is, what is your Twitter name mean? Yeah, my Twitter handle is Sierra, which is slightly weird. And people... Never are never sure what to make out of that. Um, but it's a raw 13 of my last name. So if you rotate the letters of my last name by 13, um, then then you end up at that. Um, and yeah. No, one one R double A. One, oh. one E, one R. Right, you didn't right. rotate correctly. I did not. I'm not, right. So Twitter. It's E double uh, one R double A. Okay. Take That's three. A, that's the. That's there if you go. rotate my my last name, right? And it's pretty unique, so I stuck with that. Right. Um, okay. So coming back to the client, Kiev. yeah. So oh, poor Kiev. Like, yeah, poor Kiev. I hope you and I get to go back there. I really do. So they had some awesome conferences. Amazing. Uh, yeah. We should. We should. Uh, so you want to write to that? So Elasticsearch generally has an HTTP API. Um, right. So. You can write to it yourself, but you probably don't want to do raw HTTP. Uh, so we have clients and then Spring Data, Elasticsearch is luckily a thing. We have somebody who is doing that from Germany, uh, from the community. We're very, very thankful, PH, uh, to, to maintain that. Yeah. Um, so you can use Spring Data and it's just like doing the, the right stuff. Okay, so what is what do you, um, you, what about the elastic, what about the observability side of this discussion? So, so right. Are there integrations there? I think the the world is kind of like standardizing on open telemetry. Yeah. And we are fully supporting open telemetry, the OTLP protocol. Yeah. So whatever your instrument, micrometer or whatever else you have, and, and you spit what out. What else is there? 
Yeah. Right. What what, yeah. what else could, could you do? Um, uh, you spit out OTLP, yeah. and we can ingest that and store that for logs, metrics, and traces, uh, yeah. and give you awesome visualizations of that. That's amazing. Okay, good. Uh, see, this is like, so what's the, what are you talking about here at Spring IO? I did a workshop on open telemetry. Whoa. Okay. Talk to me. So what does that look like? So open telemetry uh, is a, an effort that was led by folks at first from Google. Is that true? Um, yeah. So I think there was open census from Google. Yep. And then there was a standardization effort and now it's a CNCF project, open telemetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cool thing is it's, it's not just a standard and a network protocol, but also the instrumentation. So you have a vendor-neutral implementation that you add to your application, so you don't have our Gnarly vendor-specific stuff in there. I always compare it like to um, like a logging library. You don't want to like log specifically to log4j or logback or whatever. You want uh, SLF4j. Exactly. You have a facade. You yeah. go to uh, SLF4j. Uh, or in, in Spring ecosystem, it's a micrometer, and then it has multiple backends. Right. Um, so you have kind of like the abstraction of the abstraction. Um, well. Since micrometer can do multiple backends. Yeah, yeah. But, but, it also predates, predates open yeah. senses and open telemetry by years. Right. So yeah. it kind of like is uh, what plays well into your ecosystem. Yeah. Um, in other languages, not that we want to use those, uh, where you don't have micrometer, um, open telemetry is really that, that promise that you have a vendor agnostic implementation. And then it's kind of like the open telemetry is doing the in- instrumentation. Right. You spit out the open telemetry protocol, and then different vendors can take that in. And then everybody has efficient storage, different visualizations, machine learning and alerts uh, to, to let you know that something is off with your application. So right. that's kind of like where I think the, the environment is headed, that we standardize on open telemetry and micrometer. And then different vendors have different ways to work with the data that you've got out there to keep right. you up and running. And that's the o- OLTP yeah, that's encoding a and yeah. that supports HTTP and uh, gRPC. Exactly. So you often have like the so-called uh, open telemetry collector, which yeah. is like a proxy. So you could, your applications could send it there and to centralize it and that then can send it out in OTLP or, or the agents could right. do OTLP directly as well. Um, and then you just throw it at the right vendor. They will store it and do all the magic where, for you. Where the right vendor here, friends, is very clearly this is Let's be very clear. He said it like there was others. They're not. I mean, they may say it, but you know, we all know what's happening here. We know. I, right? I am. I'm European, so I'm always holding back a little. Yeah, yeah, diplomatic and holding back a bit. But yes, I'm, I, I kid, I kid. But, but also. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, actually, we've got people. You know, we've got uh, former Spring team yeah. people uh, in Elastic and. Yeah, you know, for years and years, you know. Costin. Costin now. Yeah, yeah. He's still, still there. Still there, of course. I know. He moved to the US, though. I know. And I got to see it. We'll talk about this later. Anyway, he's an old friend. And like he was, he's speaking of Romania. We were just talking to a, a fellow from, yeah. from Romania. And uh, and anyway, Costin is now living not across, too far from me. Yeah, across the bay. In the bay, yeah. You can basically watch him. If if I'm home or he's home, then yes. Yeah. He came to a party we had. It was great. I, I don't know. Nice. Yeah. I have missed him, so um, he didn't die or anything. He's fine. I'm just saying, like, I've missed him just because we haven't had the chance to work together until anyway. Now he's nearby, you know, which is great. He's a legend. If you ever used, um, uh, like, any of the support for Redis or some of the Spring Data stuff, or if you used Apache Geode, uh, the original Gemfire support, or if you used uh, just uh, just a countless, endless list of things, you know, that was uh, Costin's 
some of Costum's many contributions to the spring portfolio over the decade that he was almost decade, I guess, that he was with us. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but he's been at Elastic now for even longer than that, I think, right? So I'm not sure about longer, but yeah, it must be nine years or something like that. It's, he's also a dinosaur at this point. Yeah. He has done the, the original Elasticsearch Hadoop stuff. Oh, back in the time when, back in the time when Hadoop was the hot stuff. I rem- uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's not like I was part of a company that was founded on Hadoop. No, 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 no. People forget Hadoop, but that existed. It was a thing that people did on purpose. That was a thing at some point, yeah. Um, looking back at it, it's interesting. It's a bit like soap, no? Is it? You look back at it and you're like, how how could we? Or why uh, did we? Oh, I don't know about that. I think it was just that we've gotten better primitives. Like yeah, MapReduce, might also be true. MapReduce is not the API I want to use. But like, I think... Uh, uh, no, it filled a, a, yeah. a problem or it solved the problem back at the in the day. And, I, it, I think. and it showed us what was possible, you know, like, but now I think that, well, first of all, there, very few people are dealing with Yahoo's like petabytes of uh, data. So... Is Yahoo still dealing with petabytes of data? Yeah, who's not dealing with anything? Are they still around? I don't even know. Are they? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. To some degree, I think, but yeah. I hope they are. They were one of the best. I mean, they, there was yeah. a time when working at Yahoo was the cool job, right? It was the yeah. place to work at in Silicon Valley. Um, and Hadoop was the hot shit. When that, well, that was like a decade later, but yeah, yeah, same thing. That was amazing stuff, you know? Born in the, in the cradle of... Uh, yeah, know, it's like... One of the search engine giants of the planet, you know? Um, yeah, Hadoop's amazing. A lot of good stuff out of that community. And then the stuff on top of it was also great. This, I mean, HDFS is still everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, whether you're using it or not. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Elasticsearch is, I think that was kind of interesting. You mentioned 2010. Actually, that was right in the middle of all of this. This big yeah. discussion yeah, on yeah. big data and NoSQL and uh, all that where you know machine learning hadn't become very hot yet. AI certainly wasn't a thing that we were all talking about in the vogue and the zeitgeist of popular discussions and conferences and whatever but we had big data and we had machine learning well, that we, no, we had big data and uh, that was the time of big data right? yeah and so i remember elastic coming out as being a, like it was a no sql optimized for big data right yeah um like it was it was uh and and actually there was there was a lucene which is a search engine from doug cutting yeah same guy who did I the mean, lucene is the library elastic search is still i know oh still yeah of course yeah. but there's also, the foundation. There was also Nudge, right? Yeah. yeah. Which was the... Uh, the Apache project, yeah. So th- is there any relation there? Or is that mm, completely different? I mean, they, they can talk to Elasticsearch, but Nudge is, I think, mostly for crawling. Okay, it's the crawling uh, part. Uh, right? It's okay. more for collecting the data, and then you could store it into Elasticsearch because wasn't Duck's cutting, Duck Cutting's original plan, I think, to have a Google-like open source implementation where you could have something to store the data and then to retrieve it. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like the... Search engine. The, yeah, the, the idea yeah. that where it started, which... That didn't work out, but it gave us a lot of other cool stuff. Right. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so Lupin, you know, was that before and also Hadoop cutting? And also Hadoop was a duck cutting. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, was was Lucene, did he create that? He did, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So like Doug Cutting, really, you know, he was he's still a force to be reckoned with, but there was a time when he was the power broker, you know, in, in uh, he's like Sam Altman is today, you know, in the AI world right now. He kicked off a lot of cool projects, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. So yeah, um, so Elasticsearch, 2010. I mean, actually, it was a little bit earlier than that. I remember. So uh, there was Compass. Yeah, that was the first implementation. Compass one, Compass two. Who was that? Uh, Shai Bannon. Shai Bannon. He, another amazing. Uh, he's uh, also still around. Of course, of course. Didn't die. He's still doing amazing things. No, but still around in Elastic. So yeah. he is still. Pushing us forward. Good. Um, which is great. 
Uh, and yeah, three seems to be the, the lucky number because we didn't do Compass 3, but th that was Elasticsearch and that really caught on. Yeah. And I, I think a couple of the tricks were that it had a REST API because the, the other ones were just Java Probably libraries. Or, yeah. And then REST really opened it up to all the languages and environments. Uh, that was one of the smart things. And having clustering and distribution from the get-go. Right. Those were the two things that really hit the right point in time. And made it a, an appliance as opposed to an API, right? Yeah. Being an appliance in the world of IT is a big deal. It's a good idea if you can do it, you know? Uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's how it all got started um, when we were still young. Younger, yeah. Well, okay, so here we are. Fast forward, it's 13 years later. What's happening in the world? What's the thing that people should be looking at in the latest and greatest, uh, you know? I, I mean, we have the security stuff, but that's maybe a bit of a different crowd, so I'll... You, I'll skip over that. You want to mention it? It's fine. I, don't I mean, we, like, we do have the, the security product. So if you need a, a CM, like it's mostly storing events and finding whatever bad stuff happened. That, that's the security world. Um, but that's a different crowd normally. So we have observability, often through uh, open telemetry, um, finding data and making that relevant. We've had a lot of optimizations around that recently to right. make storage more efficient uh, or also queries more performant. Uh, but one of the main hotnesses, I think, is search right now um, yeah. around vector search and oh, ChatGPT. Uh, yeah, the, exactly. Since you were talking about that, I I don't always want to lead with with AI because it gets so buzzwordy and it's like <laughs> everybody's just like, I mean, okay, I have developers, developers, developers written on me. I could put AI, 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 AI yeah. on me, and it would be the same thing at this point. Uh, or prompter, prompter, prompter. Yeah. Yes. Like, um, but yeah. It, it's the thing. Everybody keeps asking about it. It can do amazing stuff. So we are fully committed on vector search and pushing us forward there. That's because cool. search has learned new tricks. So if I, could, if I could do a, like I could build a chat DBT plugin that uses yeah. the vector search. You, uh, you can retrieve the data in a vector search. So because the, the classic problem of search was it was very token-based, so you had a specific word. Yeah. And then you could look up the word or you could define your own synonyms. But the machine learning models can extract more the, the meaning behind the sentence and what is going on. Right. So it, you have a much richer model where you, which you can work with. And then you can do near, the K nearest neighbor search, just like the general vector search uh, feature that you have. Um, and that's what we can do. So we can basically take your, your inputs, text or pictures or audio or whatever, store the the vector representation, and then um, find similar things. And it doesn't have to mention the same tokens, uh, but it's similar things. Uh, so that, that's what we can do around vector search. And Josh is so popular that he has to take selfies all the time. Well, somebody, the crowd just got that out of yeah, the The, the crowd was released, and then Josh, Josh is in high demand. Well, no. So anyway, sorry. So that is amazing. The fact that Elastic's already got something shipping that can help you with that, yep. right when it's... Most opportune, like that's the power of good open source engineering. And uh, the good thing is that it's kind of like added to all the existing features. Yeah. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel or get all new tooling and start from scratch, but you can just plumb that on top of what you already have. So amazing. Amazing. Um, how do you make money? Yeah, we do have a cloud service. We do have okay. a couple of commercial features Elastic.co. Yeah, cloud.elastic.co. Yeah. CO.com, that's not us, um, is our cloud service. Uh, and we have a serverless software incoming as well because everybody wants serverless nowadays. Everyone, except for Amazon. Yeah, well, Please. nobody wants to maintain their databases. So no, no, no. we have to do serverless, um, which will hopefully make all our lives easy. And because you, you love production the most, and then you can just deploy quicker to production. My friend, 
Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. I am. I uh, look forward to catching up with you. And uh, let's get back to, like I said, let's meet again. But let's ideal without a uh, pandemic in between or or uh, a war zone. Let's go back to Kiev. Yes. Let's find a way safely. Yes. And it's safe. Yes. And, well, you know, when the community is back there again, you know, sounds like a plan. It'll be it'll be awesome. Cool. All right, my friends, thanks for hanging out. I hope you got something out of this. It was fun. Uh, this is actually going to be the last live stream of the day. It's it's got to be. It's got to be the last one. Bye, everybody. Bye. It might not be the last one. I don't I, I can't know, you know. A beautiful podcast is produced by me, Josh Long. I do these podcasts because I believe that everything we do in software is for and made better by people. I want to hear from you. I'm Josh at joshlong.com by email or at S-T-A-R-B-U-X-M-A-N on Twitter, where, of course, my direct messages are wide open. Do you have guest ideas, topic suggestions, feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out. If you like the show, then please consider rating it on iTunes and leaving a review, uh, as it really helps the show. I sampled music from Steve Combs's Them from Morning and Springtime and Steve Combs's Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise on the show, then please reach out to me. Uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show, then please consider supporting me at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Josh Long for as low as $4 a month. Thanks again. No harm came to any seasons in the making of this podcast.